What, what's uh, happening with the show? With the, the show. So the one we filmed. This one? Yeah. No, the, oh, the TV one. one? Yeah, what, TV. No, I know what's, what's happening with this one. What's going on with this one? Too? I don't know. That's <laughs> a good question, the, too. The, t- the TV? The problem is one? Our, so, di- our director slash sort of producer works, works at Cal Fire. Yeah. So Jason, he's been Jason a, Knight? Jason yeah, Knight. Jason Knight. So he's been a little busy. Yeah, he's been busy shooting flames. Oh, you know, the entire state being on fire just Priority. for the last three or four yeah, months. Yeah, but if you have, like, one clip of fire, <laughs> it's the same every time you shoot it. It's not like fire is going to look different. It just cuts to the Yule Log every year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this fire. is Rancho Tehama. <laughs> Santa hand-stoking it. <laughs> Yuba fire is only 5% contained. It's stockings hanging out. Right. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Oh my God. So much. Welcome to Stab. Uh... Here at Stab Theater in Sacramento, California, 1710 Broadway. We're here every Friday at 10 ish. Uh, if you ever want to. Sh- is everything okay? <laughs> Are we good? Are you guys still doing your improv show right now? That's really passive aggressive. Okay. In a room full of improvisers. Hey guys, how are you? Uh, are you guys ready to meet your contestants? Chris Emery. Jack Brown. And Jesse Jones! Woo! Jesse Jones! <laughs> Hi, I'm your host, uh, John Morris Ross IV. Uh, <laughs> thank you. The fourth. Thank you for. Sna- is, it, is it because I'm wearing a beanie? Does yeah, it make exactly. it seem more. Yeah. It's not quite beanie weather, but. <laughs> no, but it is uh, longshoreman Long weather. Shoreman. I do have a. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's tuna, it's tuna season. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fish season. <laughs> oh, we chased him away. Oh, he's going to get the whole regalia. Yeah. It's, it's tuna season, boys. Let's <laughs> hit the club. <laughs> Let's go work on a boat for three months for ridiculous The deadliest catch episode of STEM. <laughs> right. Costume changes are great for podcasts. Right? <laughs> Chris, did you have a baby lately? Recently? Did what? you have a baby? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely oh. not. Why? Because okay. I look like that I'm still no. carrying the weight? <laughs> I mean, dad's gain with mom, you know, like, yeah. so I just... So maybe I did somewhere. Maybe you're, maybe she's, maybe your wife's pregnant. Oh, <gasps> don't. Anyway. Anyway. Don't put that evil on. Uh, I have a <laughs> anyway, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yep. yep. Really, really appreciate it. Hey, appreciate you. Jack Brown. Hello. We've never really talked. No, but we're Facebook friends. We so are cool. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I stalk your life. You have a lot, you, I see your muscles a lot. You're oh. very naked a lot. <laughs> I've noticed. I've thank you. I've lo- <laughs> I've lusted after you. Uh, maybe a time or two. Anyway, uh, um, what's your workout routine look like? Uh, it's mainly Chris Emery's got a sticker on his laptop of the Punisher. Okay. 
and I just think about that and like run away from it so scared. Like, could you imagine if you're going to steal a laptop and you saw the Punisher sticker on there? That's just what goes through my head. So that just gets your reps? Yeah. Just, yeah. Just those, I think about Chris Emery's laptop. Those aren't cardio pecs. <laughs> there's another like feature on the laptop, though. Uh, there's a, a nickel that's stuck to the bottom with gum. Oh, down here. Okay. Down here. Um, and I didn't want to peel off the nickel and the gum, so I just put a piece of duct tape over it. <laughs> so, no, I do not have a baby. You don't have a baby? <laughs> I would pray for that baby. It's too bad. It's too bad. What's the end goal with that nickel? What do you think is going to end up happening? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and, for like 40 years, and then it'll be like, hey, it looks like worth a lot of money. <laughs> then he'll spend it all in one place, just like... <laughs> All right, I'm okay. Yeah. Jesse, we yeah. we, hey. t- we talk a lot. It's true. <sighs> uh-huh. All right, um, <laughs> let's play stab. Wait. Oh, hey. fuck. <laughs> we gotta get the iPad. Anyway, we're looking for a producer. Uh, <laughs> let's play stab. <laughs> there we go. Wait for it. This first segment's called Reorganization. Uh, gentlemen, uh, white gentlemen, in fact. Uh, A lot of woos in the audience. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> Underrepresented. Just, uh, I mean, this is the most diverse audience we've ever this had. This is. Though, so Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Oh, no. We, we, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not special, Patrick. <laughs> We got another one. <laughs> I'm not going to... I can't say <laughs> that's, <laughs> I'm just that's too white to address this yeah. conversation. All right. Um, <laughs> you guys, it's reorganization. Please take this acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Um, who or what does it now represent? Uh, being that September is National Atrial Fib- Fibrillation Awareness Month. Atrial <laughs> Fibrillation. Uh, today's acronym is CLEAR. Clear. C L E A R. Clear. Chris, what does clear mean to you? Cheese. Lots. Eating all. Rapidly. Okay. My friends and I have had a lot of heart attacks. And every time the ambulance man asks how it happened, it's always because of that thing of when we ate too much cheese too fast. So, like, the ambulance man will see my friend having a heart ouchie and ask me what happened. And I yell at him, cheese, lots, eating all, rapidly. Because I'm nervous and out of breath, you know, from all the cheese. (laughs) But that got to be too much to say, so we made it into a smaller thing to say. <laughs> which, which is clear. So now, when one of my friends is in a fight with his heart, <laughs> and the ambulance men say what happened, I only say clear. And then the ambulance man says clear. And then I say, that's what I said. <laughs> and then they put lightning into my friend's nipple area. <laughs> Very good, Chris. 
Chris Emery. Very good. Staying right in line with his previous uh, <laughs> segment that he did, uh, tiny buttholes covered in cheese. You bring up cheese yeah. every time you're on the show. Yeah, I have a theme. <laughs> right, right, yes. Cheese theme. We'll go back. All right. Um, Jack. I thought I had a good one until I was talking to Chris earlier and came up with an even better one. For me. I'll, I'll go with what I wrote. So the clear is the new thing like that. It's the highest you can get in showbiz. Chappie, you have to have been in Chappie. <laughs> Litzer, that's short for Pulitzer. <laughs> Emmy, Academy Award, and a Razzie. Oh. So, so far, it's just Hugh Jackman looking pretty strong. And <laughs> two out of five of these. Dev Patel's at one. <laughs> but we're keeping our eyes tracked on it for entertainment news. But I was talking to Chris earlier, and he said it's, it was funny that he got this prompt because he uses it all the time. Chris loves eating ass Rupert Murdoch style. <laughs> he was telling me that he does this like Australian accent and like gets really mad at his imaginary kids and his media conglomerate and just really goes to town on some ass. <laughs> Down under. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> Very good. Was that it, Jack? Yeah, that was it. Very good. Very good, Jack. Jack Brown. Coming in hot. Coming yeah. in hot. Buff. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Jesse, what does clear mean to you? Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know what we have to do or to say to convince you. Elliot called you the real MVP. <laughs> Melissa gave you a very grateful side hug, and you know she's not a hugger. <laughs> she chin fist bumped you and it, it blew it up. <laughs> the fist bumping fist and then blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, bringing the hamburger buns was clutch. I mean, I don't know how we can make it any more clear, Craig. Listen, everybody's appreciative, really. <laughs> Work on the pacing for the rest yes. of us. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, stutter my way through this. It's too long. Everybody heard your half-joking, half-serious remarks over and over about how if it weren't for Craig, all the hands up in this party would be smelling like straight burger meat. We politely and laughed and thanked you repeatedly the first five times you said it, but each time it just seems like you're getting angrier and angrier when you say it, like you're not getting what you need from us. And like we said, we didn't actually need the extra solo cups you brought because you didn't see anybody sign up for cups on the Google Drive sheet. Craig, look, enough, all right? No, Elliot, I will not keep my voice down. This has gone on long enough. Craig is making this party all about him, and it's really bumming me out. No, Craig, I won't fight you. Because I'm not going to be dragged down to your level. You're the worst, Craig. We all think so. You weren't even invited. You just saw the event before we made it private and invited yourself. You know what? Craig, leave. Everyone agrees, right? I mean, right? Come on, Melissa, right? Where's Mel He's not the real MVP, Elliot. He brought hamburger buns. There's a foods co two blocks away. Anybody could have gotten buns when we realized we didn't have any. We could have walked. She chin. <laughs> this is your house. He should leave, right? Right? Oh, okay. I get it. I'm the asshole. All right. That's fine. I see. Craig's lies even alter reality. <laughs> <laughs> you win this round, Craig. 
but I'm taking my fucking paper plates. <laughs> All the hands up in this party about to be smelling like straight, dusty Dollar Tree burger bread. <laughs> and I'm taking my fucking aux cord, too. Sit here in silence. Think about what you've just done. Fuck your duplex, Shichin. <laughs> Very good. That was reorganization, uh, which brings us to the next segment called the top three Google searches of... Uh, please have composed three uh, the, the top three. <laughs> just have a fucking one job. That's it. Just one job. Uh, I, I had a real traumatic week. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it later. Someone broke all the windows in my vehicle. No, don't ruin my poem. <sighs> or oh. my vows. That's, that's right. A, that's vows. All right. Uh, <laughs> we could all watch the video later. Um, <laughs> please compose the top three. <laughs> We Google. have the 65-inch screen. We can put the video up on there. We too. can. I don't know if do we. Have, I, if they had to shoot it horizontally or vertically, fucking yeah, idiots. Yeah, yeah. We'll be able to see it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We'll get to it. Later. Okay. <laughs> We're setting up the callback. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, please have composed three uh, Google searches from the perspective of the following: uh, Hurricane Florence. Uh, if Hurricane Florence could search Google, what would our top three Google searches be? We'll do one at a time. Uh, Chris Emery, your first Google search from Hurricane Flow. Uh, I assume that the hurricane would search what most of us are searching for on Google. Okay. <laughs> Hot, wet, young typhoon tang. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, he's got kids now. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best Carolina BBQ. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I figure it doesn't have a lot of money. <laughs> right. yeah. Reasonably priced coastal Carolina accommodations for mommy's out-of-town visitor. <laughs> All right. Second of three. Chris? Hot, wet, Asian typhoon tank. <laughs> <laughs> Jack? How to build big, strong music machine? Question mark. It's just a Florence and the Machine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you got one, you need the other. <laughs> well, I have a play on words theme in mind, too. <laughs> Gift shop, souvenir, world's greatest art mug. <laughs> All right. Take them both together, Hurricane Flow. <laughs> Still don't get Pieces. it. Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, third of three. Hot. <laughs> wet. Transatlantic typhoon tank. <laughs> Very nice. A really good cop-out always pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Anything on that computer? No. Still blank. Nope. Just, <laughs> Not even no, yeah, in. my own uh, research history. <laughs> yeah, he's got a bunch of, he's got synonyms open. <laughs> okay. Anderson Cooper, beautiful, real, question mark? <laughs> Figure he's reporting on the storm. And the storm doesn't even know if he's real. <laughs> he's so beautiful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Required more explanation than mine. <laughs> Affordable. Discreet, comfortable protection for those heavy me days. 
Zant Flow. Right. That was the top three Google searches of. We should have done top five. Yeah, yeah, I forgot we only have three tonight. Yeah, okay. so. Anyway, uh, from you. You got, yeah, <laughs> no, I was good with three. <laughs> yeah. Three is perfect. Very good. All right, this next segment's called This Was Today Once. Uh, Chris Emery, on this date, 2009, Patrick Swayze, American actor, singer, and dancer, got dead. Uh, <laughs> also on this very date, 1917, the Russian Empire is formally replaced by the Russian Republic. Uh, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Ghost. The movie Ghost. Ghost? Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I do. I recreate that. Uh, <laughs> I get hammered on vodka to incorporate the Russian Republic thing, but let's be real, it's mostly about ghost. <laughs> I sit at a pottery wheel, blitzed out of my mind on cheap vodka, and I wait, John. I just wait. I play Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers on repeat, and I wait. I wait for the ghost of goddamn Patrick Swayze to come into my apartment and ghost hug me just like in the movie. Me, the little spoon, the ghost of Patrick Swayze as the big spoon. Yeah, I know the movie Ghost. In that movie, he wasn't a ghost in that scene, but fuck you, big deal. He was a human, but I don't care, okay? He was still in a movie called Ghost, and now he is one. And that siren call of the Righteous Brothers is the only way I can think to lure Swayze's ghost to me. Just like putting cookies and milk out for Santa Claus. <laughs> but instead of cookies and milk, it's Unchained Melody and Pottery Wheels. Oh, and I pay Whoopi Goldberg, a Whoopi Goldberg impersonator, to beat off in the corner. <laughs> Sometimes it's cheaper to just get the actual Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Very good, Chris. <laughs> that was the day once. Jack Brown, uh, on this date, 1901, U.S. President William McKinley dies after... after uh, just, Chris, uh, he just heard. <laughs> Not McKinley, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, dude. Right. Maybe I should upgrade from papers so I don't have that sliding off. These guys are not killing trees. All right, go ahead. You, sh you should get a Chromebook. Oh. <laughs> Super handy. Yeah, I should. Tape some gum to it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe a nickel. <laughs> Jack Brown. Uh, on this date, 1901, U.S. President William McKinley dies after an assassination attempt on September 6th and is succeeded by Vice President Theodore Roosevelt. Did you know, did you know that? Uh, also on this very date, 1983, Frosty Rucker, American football player, was brought to this world by birth. Um, how did you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events all combined? Well, the first thing I do is I wake up covered in tears and excrement from a long night of misery. But <laughs> that has nothing to do with the celebration. That's just how I start every day. But on this special day, to honor Frosty Rucker and Teddy Roosevelt, I invite the whole neighborhood over for a party. It's a very suburban, grown-up affair with charcuterie plates, IPAs, and craft cider. Everyone is encouraged to wear khakis and talk about House Hunters International and how homework is good. <laughs> Shoes have to be removed at the door. Kids are forced to stay outside and play on the lawn. The party favors are stocks of broccolini. <laughs> I greet all the guests and then slip out the back where I change into my Hamburglar costume to go talk to the kids in front. See, in my neighborhood, 
there's a group of kids who are ne'er-do-wells, always doing pranks and causing a ruckus. <laughs> On the Nextdoor app, they're colloquially, colloquially known as Kid Isis. <laughs> but they call themselves the Lotus Avenue fuckboys with an eye. <laughs> They've been building up strength, getting more and more brazen in their activity, led by the coolest kid on the block, Assumption Boltron. <laughs> These kids hate the party and everything it stands for. So I'm in my hamburger costume. I come up to Boltron and I say, Hey, my name is T-Rex Zips. <laughs> I heard you were the coolest kid here. This party is dead ass effed up and I'm faw these chumps big mood. <laughs> I then light my own house on fire. The perfect crime because there's no law about destroying your own property. The parents are able to get out alive, but they lose their shoes because I made them take them off. <laughs> With this gesture, I am accepted into the Lotus Avenue fuckboys. I then propose to the fuckboys that we go get some booze and call the cops as soon as they get to the register. And I tie the door with my cape for my hamburger costumes so the kids are locked inside. The kids then get sent to juvie for arson and attempted booze getting. But no one will ever believe their story that someone named T-Rex Zips, dressed like the hamburger, actually did it all. The Trojan horse plan is complete. See, Frosty Rucker played at USC, whose mascot is the Trojan, and Teddy Roosevelt was a Trojan horse VP who became president. Truly, this is the only way to celebrate Trojan Horse Day. Very good, very good. I didn't know we could do what Chris did and just not mention the Russia thing. <laughs> yeah, you could do Would, that. It wouldn't so have been as long of a walk. No. It was good. There, like, you're three minutes in, and I went back and looked at the prompt going, what prompt did I send him? Just you, started reading fanfic. Yeah, and then you, yeah. you brought it home. It was great. It was great. Jesse Jones, yeah. on this date, 1984, Joe Kittinger. Uh, becomes the first person to fly a gas balloon alone across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, also on this very date, 1969, the U.S. Selective Service selects September 14th as the first draft lottery date. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you celebrate these things all bunched up? Well, in honor of Joe Kittinger, the, the luck of the draw, balloon gas, and senseless loss of life. <laughs> Every September 14th, I like to go to Front Street Animal Shelter. Oh, you got a long way to go for those Oz. I'm sorry for the next half a page I wrote for you. I open the front door. I roll a ping pong ball down the hall, which I painted bright yellow to look like the California State Lottery Mega Millions Mega Ball. <laughs> Whichever kitten most aggressively tries to reach out and bat the Mega Ball, I decide is the winner. And I promptly adopt them, writing in the name of Lieutenant Colonel Joe Kittenpur <laughs> on the form and gently placing it in the custom fighter jet-shaped cat carrier I commissioned from the Etsy store Karen's Meowrific Custom Kitty Crates. Karen, custom, kitty, and crates are all spelled with K's. <laughs> But I let it slide, since that makes it 4Ks, and technically there's no direct foul there. <laughs> Upon returning home, I bathe and brush my new kitten. I feed it the most expensive can of Nom Nom Tasties I can find at PetSmart. We spend the next several hours wearing the batteries out of so many laser pointers. <laughs> then, once the little sweetie pie is all tuckered out, 
I officially promote him or her to full-fledged Colonel Joe Kitten Purr. <laughs> Put a little bronze star next to her little face, which they fog up with their cute little kitten breath. And then I roll out the can of helium I keep in the shed in the backyard. Now, don't worry. I don't put the little kitten in a basket and tie it to a bunch of helium balloons and launch it straight up into the inky black sky. That's monstrous and cruel, and you're a cruel monster for even imagining such a thing. I simply run a hose into their little mouths and suffocate them with helium. <laughs> you think that little kitten coughs are adorable and high-pitched before was... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> war is hell, it plays no favorites, and even the winners <laughs> lose something. Godspeed, Colonel Kittenper. <laughs> Very good. That was, this was, today once. Uh, that brings us to our next segment called Vows to an Asshole. Congratulations, gentlemen. Uh, you're all finally getting married to an asshole. Uh, please read uh, those vows to us. Chris Emery, you'll be uh, marrying... Uh, you're a racist, a racist grandparent. You're marrying a racist grandparent. <laughs> oh, Merle. You're the one. Since the first time I saw you call a Hawaiian guy a Puerto Rican. <laughs> I knew it was love. <laughs> I vow to spend the rest of your life <laughs> laughing at all of your off-colored jokes. Merle, I love you so much. I love the way your MAGA hat cuts off the circulation to your soft skull. The way you lock the car doors anytime a black person walks by. Oh, Merle. I just think it's so, so cute. The way that Dwayne The Rock Johnson confuses you. <laughs> you sit there twiddling the hairs from your ears and say to yourself, what the heck is he? <laughs> Merle, you may have voted for a wall, but you tore down my walls. From your Duck Dynasty slippers to your Confederate flag commemorative plates. You complete me. I think the only appropriate thing to say at this moment is, me so horny. <laughs> oh my God. Me love you, long time. <laughs> Very good, Chris Emery. Your vows to a racist grandparent. Very good, very good. Jack, uh, you are marrying a Comic-Con know-it-all. A Comic-Con know-it-all. Jerry, I'm so lucky to be with you and can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. What can I say? You're my Patronus. <laughs> From the moment I first saw you, screaming at a minimum wage worker at a McDonald's to get you Szechuan sauce in spite of their inability to do anything about the problem, I knew that you were a man who wasn't afraid to stand up for what he believes in. Then you screamed, Pickle Rick, and jumped on the counter. At that moment, I knew you were funny. And kind of a bad boy. 
I still love how you yell Pickle Rick all the time. <laughs> oh, there it is again. Isn't he funny, everyone? I love your patience. It took us three days to watch Deadpool because you paused it after each joke to explain to me why it was funny. <laughs> the chart you drew me to explain the meta joke about the casting of Professor X is one of my most treasured possessions. <laughs> You've taught me so much. I used to think Star Wars, Star Wars films were fun and for children, but now I understand that they're the front lines of the culture wars. <laughs> <laughs> and that... That it is our duty to cyberbully Kelly Marie Tran because we didn't like the movie. <laughs> I love having the same hobbies as you, but it hasn't always been easy. I know you made a huge sacrifice moving your body pillows so I could sleep on the bed. <laughs> I know I foolishly fought against us adding another bed in our room just for them. But I was wrong, and I've never seen you and Goku happier. <laughs> I also know now that we made the right decision not to let my uncle and godfather come to the wedding because he thinks Captain Kirk is better than Picard. <laughs> I can't wait to go on our honeymoon, which is just a staycation with us watching all 19 Marvel movies again. <laughs> my coworkers couldn't believe it when I told them. They kept making me repeat it. <laughs> I still think I blew their minds. I'm so excited to be your partner, to be the one who gives you Mountain Dew Code Red in times of epic win kill streaks and <laughs> sad total unfair lag BS <laughs> that's why I'm so happy to say just like Han Solo would live long and prosper <laughs> oh was that wrong no I'm sorry uh, pickle Nick no no honey don't go Jerry 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 no oh what an awful day I'm sorry to everyone who came to this wedding. You'll still get to keep your gift wands from Diagon Alley. <laughs> oh, everyone here looks so sad. Except for that one man who looks like a silver fox. What a smile. You want to do what to my asshole? I love this Australian Rupert Murdoch accent. Oh, you've got it, Chris Emery. This is all happening so quickly, but yeah, we already have everything set up. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Was, uh, you should be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing on that phone. Nothing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Very good. Jesse Jones, yeah. uh, you're going to be marrying the actual asshole who busted out my back window and windshield the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Methy Pete. AKA PC Peter. AKA Sketchy P. AKA Taco Broco. AKA Trailer Park Muay Thai. AKA Dollar Tree John Cena. AKA Tinder user Puss Crusher 97. <laughs> AKA Fentanyl Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Grandma's Medicine Cabinet Robin Hood. <laughs> uh, 
I love you more and more with each new alias I'm told by authorities you've committed crimes under. Speedball Abe Lincoln. I know your saliva is acid. I knew it before you told me. And I know it even more when you screech it into my eye every 45 seconds. You spit hot fire. Your snot is straight magma, boo. Biker crank double dragon. <laughs> I know that your punches are stronger than laser beams. I can see the lasers, mostly because you can see the lasers. And you worry that your own laser punches might cut you every time you wildly throw one, but you throw them just the same. <laughs> Bath salts, Johnny Cage. <laughs> when you attack John Ross with your flurry of laser fists, acid spit, and earthquake lightning thrust kicks, the way we all secretly and not so secretly wish we could daily, I live vicariously through you. <laughs> Lost my place. <laughs> but when you grab those two massive decorative stones from the parking lot planter and heave them through his car's windows fore and aft, sending a shower of your rage raining down onto his seats, it felt like you were holding my own swelling stones in your hands. <laughs> and hurling them through the very poverty of John Ross. <laughs> God, let's, let's finish this thing now. I need to get you to our double-wide honeymoon suite immediately. <laughs> very good. That was... That was to an asshole. Oh. Yeah, that guy spit on me. He spit on me. <laughs> That was nice. <laughs> that was real nice. <laughs> we're taking it back. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. We're, we're reclaiming your pain. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, we're not chipping in for a windshield or anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I bought the car for $600. It's going to cost more to fix the... Right, yeah. yeah, I mean, we could chip in for my windshield. <laughs> yeah. right, right. Chip in for a new car? Maybe. Chip in for a new car. Yeah. That's yeah. no, great. It's good. I feel real good. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have assigned that to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be funnier than it just dredged up shit. So I, I go take a nap. <laughs> All right. But I did rent a sweet Toyota Avalon, so yeah. I feel like a king right now. Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, them Arizona plates. Arizona too. plates. <laughs> I could go. Yeah. The guy that busted my windshields was in a, in a Mercedes, uh, yeah, with, uh, that he stole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have video of it. I'll put it, we'll watch it after the show. <laughs> Some guy from across the street videoed the whole thing. It was... Uh, Chris Emery is sweating so much right now. So, <laughs> so nervous, like he didn't know there was video of what he'd done. Yes. <laughs> I was in that Mercedes the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Messy Pete, get in the car. <laughs> Come on, <PC> man. Peter. <laughs> You're fucking man. my shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, this last segment, maybe I should have made that one the last segment. This is the last segment. 
uh, called Write an Erotic Poem About It. Write an Ooh. Erotic Poem About It. Uh, gentlemen, please have ri- written uh, an erotic poem in regard to the following. Chris Emery, let's hear your erotic poem in regard to insurance policies. Insurance policies. Yeah. So I kind of ran out of time, so this is just the middle of the poem. Okay. Uh, it's going to jump right in and then end abruptly. Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Look, girl, I'm horny, and you're a perfect 10. I'll make you grunt more than the Geico caveman. I want you on top like a real bull rider, because your rates may be high but your coverage is wider. (laughs) Oh, girl. I'll print out my quote and slide it under your pants. And I'll always make sure to fill your gap insurance. (laughs) You beg for my fingers. (laughs) I give in to your demands. Because just like Allstate, you're in good hands. <laughs> Girl, you want a threesome? You can be so aggressive. Two guys and one girl? For show. You know I'm hella progressive. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. <clears throat> Full disclosure, you guys were given these prompts yesterday. So you've done, you've done very well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In case you were doubting yourselves, I don't know. Thank you. Uh, Jack Brown. Thank you. <laughs> let's, let's hear uh, an erotic poem in regards to crayons. Oh, my love, my sweet Chardonnay, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? No, that's already been done. But what else could describe your splendor? A box of Crayola crayons? <laughs> Count of 64. <laughs> Green, like the renewal of spring. Your love has given me this very thing. Orange for the fire you've lit in the bedroom in my heart. Red for the rose I gave you at the start. White for openness and for purity. Purple for my queen, she's royalty. Gray because you've shown me the world isn't black and white. Carnation pink for the kiss you give me at night. Chestnut like your hair on an autumn day. Brown like your hair on a different day. (laughs) Dandelion like a sweet flower. How many have I done? Only ten Jesus. (laughs) Sorry for that. This isn't a chore to write a poem for me amore. 64 crayons. We'll get through them all. (laughs) Your wonderful spirit shining like blue violet. Your tremendous intellect shining like red violet. (laughs) You know, I'm going to stop rhyming. We've got a lot to get through. Yeah, I love you, baby. Blue, like your wonderful eyes. Blue-green, like your eyes. Cadet blue, also like your eyes. Robin's egg blue, like my eyes. No, I'm just kidding. It's like your eyes. Indigo, I think, is blue, so like your eyes. Sky blue, Pacific blue, and turquoise blue, like your eyes. Surulin? I don't know what this is, so it's mysterious, like you. Red, orange, yellow, green, yellow, orange, green, yellow, all combinations like you and I together in the bedroom. <laughs> Bittersweet? The sweet part applies to you. I also don't think that's a color. <laughs> Apricot, chestnut, melon, peach, Granny Smith, apple, macaroni and cheese, asparagus, plum, wild strawberry and salmon are all foods for sure. <laughs> and we eat together before we make love. <laughs> 
Purple Mountain's Majesty is just a sick color, and you're cool too. <laughs> Yellow. How have I not fucking done this one yet? Um, you shine like the sun to me. Okay, this is hard. <laughs> Tumbleweed reminds me of when you go. There are smaller crayon boxes in 64. This was a mistake. <laughs> Tan. Uh, there definitely used to be like a flesh skin color crayon. Does anyone remember this? That's crazy racist. Unlike you, baby. <laughs> Timberwolf and Wisteria is just a good band name. <laughs> Malvulus isn't real. That's not a real color or a word. <laughs> think it was a play on Marvelous, which you are. <laughs> Tickle Me Pink reminds me of your uh, vascular forearms. <laughs> Burnt Sienna, Cornflower, Goldenrod, Lavender, Scarlet, Violet Red, Mahogany, Olive Green, Raw Sienna, Sea Green, CPS, Spring Green, Brick Red, Burnt Orange, Forest Green, Gold, Magenta, Periwinkle, Orchid, Silver, Boom. Wow, like that REM song? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Black, like the end of this relationship. <laughs> That's right. I know your eyes aren't blue and you don't respect the greatest rock quartet out of Athens, Georgia of all time. So we're done. It was between ghosting you or making a shitty poem. And I did a half-assed job on this poem. See you. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Jack. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesse Jones, uh, in this show. Yeah. Uh, with, a, with an erotic poem about the kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. The kitchen sink. Okay. <laughs> I sidle up. I'm on the brink. I'm going to use you, but not how you think. I'm trying on my newest kink. I'm jerking off in the kitchen sink. <laughs> wow. Wash the dishes first? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> but they're going to get a ropey, pearly rinse, though. <laughs> That's fair. I wrap that dirty sponge around me and make one simple wish that my, room, my roommate doesn't get home before I feel that squish. And in the morning, when it's washing time, and Rumi asks me, did you buy a different kind of soap? I'll feel, my feel myself blush, a secret that's all mine. I'll tell him through a sheepish grin. Nope. <laughs> Very good. That was the end of the show. <laughs> uh, one more time for all the contestants you saw this evening. Chris Emery, Jack Brown, Jesse Jones. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Ross. Uh, if you'd like to hear more Staps, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Stab for Gold. Stab, the number four gold.com or go to stabcomedytheater.com. Uh, check us out on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, come see us on Friday, every Friday at 10. Good night. Thank you. Woo!